0: Welcome everybody to the first episode of Generational Talents. I am one of your hosts, Nick, joined by the more much more awesome. One of you has to go. Are we
1: supposed to introduce ourselves? Yes. <laughs> this is a great intro, you know. I feel like this really <laughs> speaks for us. Matt, you go next.
2: All right. This is I am Matt. I am one of the other hosts.
1: I'm Alex. I am the sweetheart of Seahawks Twitter. Hello? Married to uh, the asshole of Seahawks Twitter.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's not wrong, folks. And this is, this is our foray into talking Seahawks, talking football, and, you know, a little bit of everything, really.
1: Everybody's got to have a podcast these days. Everybody's That's what have all the cool kids do.
0: You know, Twitter, overrated. Time to do some podcasting now. Stuff. So, just for the first episode, like any episode, let's learn a little bit more about our, our hosts. You follow us. You roast us. But now let's learn about a little bit. Of, uh, so about myself. I, you're probably thinking, how did a kid in California become a Seahawks fan? Funny, funny story. So growing up, they didn't watch much football, really. I, I knew about the sport, but nothing, nothing too, too. I, I knew the context of football. The first football game I watched was Super Bowl forty-seven between the Ravens and Niners. And that's because I had a bet on it, which I lost.
1: <laughs> I
0: then watched the uh, NFC Championship game the next year between the Niners and the Seahawks. And the only reason I was watching this, and some of you know this, is because I had a crush on a girl who was a Niners fan.
1: No way! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh my god, Nick!
0: So. Get it, girl. But also a trainer. Exactly. Of no, 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 no.
1: Do what you gotta do.
0: <laughs> and I, I knew the concept of football, and we were texting while watching the game. And i said before, but, like, I just found myself rooting for the Seahawks and, like, not really wanting the Niners. Like, when everything, something bad happens to the Niners, I remember texting her, like, oh, that sucks. But then, like, visually, I was just, like, very excited. Like, yeah, Seahawks, awesome. So then after that, so that was sort of my jumping off point. So the only reason I became a Seahawks fan was because I was trying to impress the Niners. Girl. Spoiler alert. It didn't end up working out. Nevertheless, here we are I
1: mean, now. I wonder why.
0: How yeah. Shocker that you didn't get together with her. Yeah, well. Anyways. <laughs>
1: uh
0: so then I watched <laughs> so Cerebral 48. Is
1: salty. I
0: <laughs> no. Um and then for Cerebral 48, it was just the the it was just fun, just watching them just completely decimate. I had no context of that the Bronx at that time were like this super offensive juggernaut. It was just super cool watching them just dominate from the jump. And then from there I was like, oh this team's pretty cool. And then I stopped watching football oh. <laughs> up till like I didn't follow up with them really. And I kind of picked it back up for the other playoffs. I was like, oh hey, the Seahawks are back again. And then I watched Super Bowl
1: 49. Uh, We're and, not talking about it. Thank you. No. Nope. Next yep. and, and and there's the end of our Thank you. Show. next yeah. move
0: on. <laughs> uh but it was around that time also that I ended up joining Twitter just so I can follow all the injuries to Seahawks players, which were oh, wonderful.
2: Oh, what an yeah. interesting way to start! Just that is such a your, weird way to start Twitter. That is so you're, that's so morbid.
0: Yeah, because I was like, I want to see how these guys are doing, and like I, I followed like some of like the main pages, like you know Bob and Andada, and shout out TJ Lang, and then Greg. Uh, Got his last name, but those two are the big reporters that I followed, and then slowly went from there to what where we are now skipping over some stuff really um but yeah that that's sort of my my introduction and then like since then i've gone back and learned more about the team more about the history uh Rain Cedar, the rain city series has helped a lot in helping me so hell so.
1: yeah go will we love oh, will
0: yeah. fantastic um, episodes yeah so and i'm just a, a fan of this big dumb team so <laughs> here we are and,
1: and you're in school.
0: I am in school. I am a college student. I am an econ major. Shout out Ben. You're an
1: angel. Oh my God. That,
0: wow.
2: It's a lot of charts. A lot of charts. Shoot and me first, and please. Dots and everything that I do not understand, but <sighs> will like every tweet of one of you analytics nerds
0: to pretend that I know what we I'm talking about. Oh, so same. Yes, I am a college student making it somehow. Love Graduate it. school next year. So. You nice. might either see me tweeting less because I'm busy or tweeting more because I'm avoiding work. So perfect. I mean, best we'll of be both there. worlds. Right. And uh, hope with the end goal of becoming an econ professor, that's where I kind of want to go.
2: That's oh, pretty nice. cool.
0: That is really cool. Speaking of teachers.
2: Yeah, the, here I am. The I'm, eternal I'm, I'm the, uh, the eternal teacher. The uh, My name is Matt. I am the, probably the, I'm not going to say the oldest, but I'm probably one of the oldest members of Seahawks. Twitter. I think uh, John David Fraley and I will claim that. We'll be the Seahawks Twitter dads for a while. Um, Oh, but
1: Brian, Brian is a great Seahawks Twitter dad. Oh yeah, Brian. He's probably,
2: yeah, we're probably similar in age. So shout out to Blogger as well. Um, And I've been a Seahawks fan legitimately my entire life because that's how old I am. And I remember watching games every Sunday as a kid. So watching jim zorn steve Largent, dave craig kenny easley kurt warner all of them watching them all got to go to one game as a kid in the kingdom when i was like yeah third or fourth grade and it was it was pretty fantastic deafening loud um and i just have always been a fan of seattle sports it's just one of those things that when you grow up in the state of washington you just love seattle sports so hawks mariners r.i.p sonics but we'll get you back <sighs> um, hockey's coming. No yeah. I probably should have said RIP to the Mariners. because um, <laughs> it's more accurate. I mean basically. I, they, have they, basically. They, have they have a plan. They have a plan. I think the Sonics probably will make the playoffs before the Mariners. Um, Ooh. but <laughs> oh hot, hot, hot take, hot take for you there. So that's I mean that's just me. I'm I joined Twitter, oh man seven eight years ago just because it was a thing that I'd heard about and I swore I would never join it and then I was like oh I'm gonna get in there and then you find people that you interact with and it's exactly. kind of crazy that here we are three people that have never met in real life hosting yeah. a show because we're on the same website the And Twitter is
1: awesome. So cool. it's
2: awesome it's awesome and and I'm a super nerd I love reading um, I'm going to talk about books at some point in in this show. If you stick around and listen long enough, I will make references to TV shows, Harry Potter. Um, I'm a super Harry Potter nerd. so
1: Hence the Gryffindor shirt.
2: Hence the Gryffindor shirt. Yep. Yeah. So that's, that's probably it for me for an intro. And we'll throw it over to uh, probably the team captain, Alex.
1: You know, I mean, I am the Seahawk or the sweetheart of Seahawk's Twitter. Can't help it. I just, you know. Um, yeah, I'm Alex. I am married to uh, Evan. Uh, yep. My condolences. Thank <sighs> you. You know, it Speaking, really tries yeah. my patience. But I actually got into football uh, to impress Evan. I have talked about this on Bye. Beast Mode. Um, Evan and I... I had kind of like, I was a big NBA fan. I watched like the Celtics were my favorite growing up. My dad and I watched all the Celtics games. Like I liked the Sonics a lot, but they left. So we watched the Celtics. Like that's just what we did. And so I liked NBA. I followed with it, not like super intensely, but I really enjoyed it. Evan and I met and we started dating and, you know, I knew he was really big in the Seahawks. I knew he, he was originally writing for field goals and so I was like, okay, I, I'll impress him. And I was like, so what jersey should I get? And he's like, well, gives me this full analytic. Everybody has Russell Wilson. And I don't like the 12th fan. It's really stupid. And like, these people are going to be long. And I, oh, yeah, Richard Sherman will be on the team probably till he retires.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I oh. mean, Richard
1: Sherman is still my favorite player to this oh, day, just, other than the absolutely. very spicy looking Doug Baldwin. So I was like, okay, I will get Richard Sherman. I still wear it. Absolutely. I do love it. Um, I joined Twitter in high school, and I've had it forever. I think I deleted it, and then I re-upped it when I moved out at 18, and so, like, yes. I don't under, like, football is not my forte. Everybody knows that. I will tweet what I understand. I can keep up with it. I know kind of what's going on, but I like the social aspect of it. I like the culture that teams create. I really enjoy the, the culture that's Seemingly healthy culture that the Seahawks have now I think a lot of the guys are just great dudes Um, Yes But to go into more personal things I am, to add on to Matt A big old geek I have so many books I cannot fit them in the bookcases I own There are four boxes of books out in our uh, Outside storage closet I collect Marvel comics I have since I was a kid Let's go Alex I'm a big Marvel fan Big Marvel fan before mcu i'm wearing my captain marvel shirt today um i'm a big lord of the rings fan i have two dogs leia and frodo star wars for all the you that don't know my maiden name is marth i still miss it my nickname oh. in high school was marth vader
2: that's fine oh that is, is a perfect, that not the
1: best ever
2: perfect on word
1: i know but i'm a big marvel fan i just really am it like so awesome it's That's created awesome, so much joy for me as a kid
2: you're gonna and have escape. to be able to teach me because uh oh, nick 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 knows this that uh, uh, i, I am to... i am not at all a uh a marvel we're going to watch do you know anything like dc oh oh no no like when oh, you so said like N- nothing for- no, yeah, nothing. When you said MCU, I didn't really want to interrupt and be rude, but I was like, I don't know what that is. Is that yeah, Marvel study? Cinematic
1: Universe? Buddy, oh, okay, there one. we go. You're, gonna,
2: we go.
0: you're okay. gonna, you're gonna learn. Okay,
1: it's okay.
0: You're but right. yeah,
1: well, transitioning into our amazing segment, we're gonna open every week. Take me to school. Let's. This dope. is gonna be a segment that we do teach it. each other and our listeners about something that we're pumped about or we really love. So yeah. Nick knows this person, but I'm going to talk about the infamous John Bellion. I love John Bellion. I met him. His song was our wedding song. One of his songs is one of my tattoos. Like, I love John Bellion. He has gotten me through some dark times, and his music is just incredible. He is so talented. For those of you that don't know, he wrote Trumpets by Jason Derulo. He wrote The Chorus to Monster by Eminem and Rihanna. Oh wow! I did not know that. Two latest songs of Camila Cabello. He wrote "Nightmare" Mm -hmm. or he was a producer for "Nightmare of Halsey," and then the two recent Camila Cabello songs. And his music is just bomb.
0: It's amazing. His old
1: mixtapes are so good. I still think "Human" is my favorite song of his. And his stuff just touches you. It's not just empty music
2: that you've listened to.
1: It's so So good.
2: I'm impressed because since you're. Taking us to school, Nick is obviously familiar with this artist. I'm going to take notes because... It's so good. I, I need I, to go check this person out. That he wrote trumpets.
1: Yeah, you can... Actually, he's in the background.
2: What? I yes, if you ball listen
1: ball. to the voice in the background with the trumpets play, that's him.
2: Wow. And And, and he has a
1: song. Yep, the chorus by Monster. Wow. Or on Monster, of Monster. Okay. And... He wrote a song called Carrier Throne. It's on The Definition, I think.
0: Uh, Yes.
1: Jason Derulo tried to buy that from him.
0: Wow. And he refused. Yeah, no, Carrier Throne.
1: But I will say, the song that gets me hardcore is New York Soul, the original, a sob every time. It's a great song. He's originally from New York. He talks about missing his family on the road. I am always missing my family living in a different state. And his stuff is just awesome. It's, it's so amazing. good. He got secretly married. Like, he won't show anybody pictures of anything. He's an anime fan. He was in the latest um, Dragon Ball Z. Whatever came to theaters a few months ago. I oh, really? That. Yes, he played one yeah. of the guards. That's awesome. Yes. But he's just a stand-up dude. Like, he is a Christian and religious, but he doesn't shove it down anybody's throats. He wrote Ma's Joint, which was an homage to his grandmother his Nona he's Italian um on who has Alzheimer's mm-hmm. on, on GSP yeah yeah
0: GSP is amazing it oh, took me a lot to so grow good. on me but it's so good
1: it is but that's that's I think that was his point um and he owns a, a label record called beautiful mind Lawrence is on it is fire okay. so good the girl Gracie can sing your pants off she's so good it's crazy we saw them live when we saw John Bellion here in July and oh my God, they're so good.
2: That is exciting. So if I have to, so if I need to listen to like one of his songs being new to this artist, what kind
1: of music do you listen to Matt?
2: I will listen to literally everything. I just am not always up on the most recent things, but I will listen to almost everything. I have to give a tiny, tiny, maybe no country music.
1: Okay. That's mm-hmm. fine. He doesn't do country. Okay. All so right. the song that really, I think is his most beautifully like lyricized is human. The acoustic version. Okay. It is beautiful. Cause it talks about his struggle with sobriety and like l- moving on with his life. And then also conversations with my wife is so good. Oh, so good. The that's internet so good. is so good. Adult swim is so good on GSP. I love, um, I love it all. Carry Your Throne, Kingdom Come. Like, all of his music is good. You yeah. can't listen to a bad thing.
0: No, they're all so good. He just put okay. all of his
1: oh. old mixtapes on Spotify so you can actually listen to them now.
2: Oh, all right. Is the most recent album the one I should start with?
1: No. Uh, you got to no. start with his old stuff.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean,
1: you can listen to however you want. I listen to his old stuff. Evan actually introduced me to John Bellion in our first like car ride together he's like have you heard of this person and put on simple and sweet and i was like i like this
0: evan right on evan go Evan. good music i saw
1: his first (laughs) concert in seattle there were like 50 people there and he got to talk to john bellion for like a half hour or something crazy no way
2: like the guy like the artists
1: like john bellion i've met him i cried in front of john bellion
2: (laughs) that's amazing
1: oh he was so nice he hugged me because i told him about like My family life story and how much he helped me, and he's like, "Oh my god, give me another hug. You're amazing." And I was like, "Oh my god, thank you so much."
2: That's so cool. Making that that connection to people, that's awesome. All right, I will do it. That's my homework, John Bellion. He's very good. We'll agree. All right,
1: who's the next teacher? Who's going to teach us something new?
2: Next, Uh, I think it's you, Nick. Oh, that's right. That's right. It is me,
1: Nicolas.
0: Hello there. Yes, Javier. How dare you, sir? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so recently so just to add a little bit on before we move on completely from alex yeah, john bellany great would recommend first exposure for me was the human condition my freshman year of college so that was like the album for me that year yep that so was it was fantastic uh so for mine and if you follow me on twitter you should know i've been recently rewanting so how to get into the office
1: yes, yes. i love the
0: office oh, the office and it is incredible um So far right now, as of recording this, I am on season, beginning of season four. So that's where I kind of am at the moment, kind of been going through it these last few days. Uh, The first, I remember seeing a lot of the promotional stuff with some clips here or there. So when I saw the first season, I was a little thrown off because it was such a different aesthetic. Yeah. And like like Steve Carell's hair was like even completely different too. But still like, he was like all slicked back and like, I don't know, it was just a very oh, weird, that's right. very different vibe. But it was such a fun, it's such a fun show so far. And like
1: oh, all the so characters good.
0: are great in their own way. Like they're not all good people, but like they're all good in their own weird way. Like I
1: just bought a pillow that says Dwight, you ignorant slut on oh, it, and God. I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> that was a phenomenal <laughs> episode. That was a phenomenal
1: Oh, so, it's so good.
0: So many good episodes. So weirdly like, yeah, it's mostly funny and a lot of like cringe inducing scenes, obviously, but there's also a lot oh. of really like real and powerful moments.
1: Yeah. In that show that like,
0: really get yeah, you in that. the gut. Like, the two that come to mind are are both with Pam. She's amazing. Uh, the one where uh, nobody except Michael goes to the oh. art show. The art show. Oh, oh the art show. And, it's and pretty- he buys her like, oh.
1: painting. Oh. <laughs>
0: and Michael up to that point had just been like, a buffoon basically he's like, a dick
1: bag essentially yeah, and all you're like horrible. you're so dumb yeah
0: yeah he's horrible in that moment he's so like innocent and he's
1: human like it's, it's just like, it's so wholesome
0: it's crazy i was like okay then um and then the other one also with pam i forgot what was happening but oh when i think it has to do with like there's this potential like art thing she can do and like she still was right at this point and he's not very supportive right is it the and,
1: mural is this the mural
0: i'm not exactly sure but okay. I, it basically ends with her like saying like you know her life's fine like she has dreams but that's what they just are they're just <sighs> dreams and then like it pants to her and she starts crying so yeah i was like it, those moments are like so like fun, and then everything with like jim and yeah. pam is really interesting and like just a lot of the dynamics are really cool and fun yeah. and uh just oh my god, helps. I
1: cannot wait for you to get into later seasons.
0: Oh my god, I'm, I'm excited. Because
1: uh, I keep trying to mention things and I'm like, oh, I can't say that. I know. Not, uh. I know. I,
2: I know. Really I really thought, like, I was really close, right? there to just saying, oh, is it when? And then I was like, no, wait, that's later.
0: Yeah. So it's so, like Yeah,
1: have it. you gotten to do you, Has Michael dated a certain um lady that starts with a J? Jan? Yep.
0: Yes. They're there right now. It's she <laughs> lost her job to Ryan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And
1: have like, we had the no, infamous episode?
0: Up. I Did think we you about the dinner.
1: Okay. We haven't gotten to that yet. No, I haven't
0: gotten to it yet. Okay, okay, okay. The okay, last okay. thing I remember is the oh, the episode where Ryan wants him to use computers more. Right. And he goes off and like and Michael's like, no, technology bad. Like, yeah. like a big boomer. And like he drives his car into, <laughs> into <Hey>. the lake. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah, following the GPS. Oh my wife.
1: gosh, yeah. That episode is
2: so good. And really, you guys, when that episode came out, that was like GPS was legitimately like a thing that was new, and so oh, people boy. were. Oh my grandparents
1: had a Jeep. G- my grandparents yeah. had a GPS in their yes. car. They had a Garmin.
2: Yes, because that was the thing that people were. Do I trust this? But I know where I'm supposed to go. Oh, Do okay. I, so th- it was very realistic that that he i love it but it says this it says turn here turn here and then they're in the lake
0: yeah and yes.
2: it's just it's good social commentary
0: and and like his little like dialogue at the end when like when they come back and like i forgot who he curses at. i think it was probably toby because michael I think it toby. was always toby i feel
1: okay bag. i feel bad for toby
2: I feel so bad for Toby too. Do we do we really? He's kind
1: of Poor Toby. No, no. he doesn't do anything. He's such a bad I mean, narrative around him.
2: But it's quite possible. If, oh wait, never mind.
1: <gasps> oh yeah. Yeah. I never think mind. you and I are thinking about the same thing now. Really
0: really I
1: close. almost said something too, and I was like, Ugh. Yeah,
0: okay, yeah. No. Sorry, so Nick. Sorry. Obviously it's not the perfect time to talk about it, but this is one I wanted to mention basically this week I was just the office. love it. It's great. So you should watch it. You should watch I still it. Jim and Pam forever. Jim and Karen. They were all right. She was cool. No,
1: she was annoying.
0: Yeah, no, she had. Her, I think she had her moments. Yeah, but like, I just think like they would have worked out. But knowing that Pam is out there, it's like no, it just it just couldn't. Oh,
1: you need to get into later episodes that I can. I am
0: talk fine. About. But it's it's one of those couples.
2: They're one of those couples that is like a TV couple that everyone just knows. You know, yeah. Jim and Pam. It's just one of those couples. Oh
1: i agree yeah and, i guess i have a kind of a like cynical view on it so oh fair. i don't they're not my favorite couple in the series oh <laughs> we'll we'll we'll, ooh, we'll we'll you have, we'll have to, to finish the series and then we'll have to talk yeah. about it we have to I'll
0: circle back part to, to that. this yeah. discussion. We'll, we'll we'll be back we'll be back it's just a slight okay okay, okay. So that, oh, that wasn't yeah. my topic for class today yeah.
2: Yeah. all right and mine is is going to be a perfect segue um with with some tv couples i'll get there eventually because one of the other best TV couples is Ross and Rachel from Friends. And it's strong okay Strong disagree, disagree. Strong uh, disagree. It's okay, it's all right. Because that's not what it, that's not my take me to school subject. It's just my segue into a guest star in one very particular Friends episode who repeatedly punched Joey. Do you remember this episode? The girl who would just constantly punch Joey oh, and punch so You're so funny. You're so funny. I yes. You're so cute. Ah. And then yep. he got so irritated with her. All right. The actress who played that woman is named Soleil Moonfry. And, it, and in the 80s, she was a child star of a show called Punky Brewster.
1: <gasps> my mom and, used to call me Punky Brewster. I <laughs> loved Punky yes. Brewster.
2: And this is my take me to school for this week, is one of okay. the childhood
0: shows from the 80s called Punky Brewster. Okay. Man, yes. Before you go on, I love, <laughs> I love the way you connected. The, the degrees of separation. That was
1: very beautiful.
0: I, I was like, where is this going? <laughs> I have no idea, but I'm along for so the ride. so beautiful.
1: I, I feel so inspired. It. I think you have tears.
2: I am happy to take you along for this ride because this show, she was pretty much an orphan who gets adopted and brought into the home of this really crotchety old guy. and so it's just this perfect dynamic of how she needs somebody to love her and take care of her because she doesn't have like a dependable safe family and he needs it's somebody to share his heart with because he's just a fuss budgety old cranky old dude and it was a great show i have no idea so how many good. seasons it ran but it was a good show
0: well, it's one of those so old good. shows right where it's like it just didn't really have seasons it just
2: went it, and- well here's how seasons worked in tv was they would when start in september when it yes when it was <laughs> it would start in september and end in like april or may and then that was yeah. it you got reruns and that was it there were no new shows that came on in the summer you went outside or you sat and watched the reruns and
1: when and i was your age I yeah really
2: i'm going i'm ran. gonna try
1: i'm gonna try super you kids
0: hard to not look at do that. <laughs> you did get your fancy new shows every week <coughs> with your hulus and your netflix i right. had to watch shows and
1: your amy's on are amazing <laughs>
0: your and, and i
2: had to go outside and play no which i didn't do but if
1: you didn't oh
2: Oh, I did occasionally, okay. but that was only when I was pretending to be Jim Zorn and trying to throw a football left handed. Because oh, my he sister was and I my. right
1: over the best superhero to play. Whoever claimed anything, girl, which she had every power, was the coolest. Okay, Except for that... you couldn't have the power that the other sister had. It was yeah, no. awful.
2: Yeah, no, that's, that's weak. So yeah. if you're interested in a new show, I have no idea if Funky Brewster is on Hulu, <laughs> Amazon, Netflix youtube make you're interested
0: we pirate stuff now it's
2: give it oh, oh yes
0: give it give Flex. it a spin
2: give it a spin try it an episode try it, it out and and see what you think and and let me know and i will bring back 80s tv shows for I you in it. uh in future episodes brewster.
1: okay i'm searching is punky <laughs> brewster and the first thing that comes up is is punky punky brewster dead
2: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh no she's not she's not and here's how i know she's not because here's another take me to school. There's this show that my wife and I will watch. It's called Tyler Henry, the Hollywood Medium,
1: which oh, is oh, I can't watch it. It's so oh,
2: bad. It's it's fantastic, but that's all right. We all have to like different things. And she was the actress that plays Punky Brewster was on one of the episodes.
1: Yeah, and I guess she was on Big Bang Theory too. There you go, Punky Brewster. You can watch it on NBC. That's crazy. It literally says you NBC. Can watch every episode on NBC.com. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I was like so I looked up a picture. Yeah. So there's the girl, her ponytail, yeah. the old guy and the dog. Yep. And then there's two other females. Is that like Is that like
1: Oh my gosh, Candace Cameron Burr is on it.
2: Who's that? No way. On Punky Brewster? Yes. DJ from Full House?
1: Yes, DJ Tanner. She played Jennifer Bates.
2: I do not remember that, but
1: I don't okay. Know.
2: Maybe that's how she got her start before before she uh, hit it big time in no Full idea. House. Okay, so Nick, what was your question?
0: Who are the other people who, who appear in this picture? She, they appear to be like potentially like it was like a young, I don't know, a young girl, and then like an older woman. Like it, it could be
2: a friend and her mom, because I mean, we're looking at at least thirty plus years since I've watched this show. Oh. Yeah, but I, I, I know, know there were some. They were for sure some side characters um, of, yeah, of friends.
1: It was a yeah. great show, though.
2: Oh, I go. know there was Good like message. an old
1: lady. She was always mm-hmm. kind of weird.
2: Yeah. Maybe a, maybe a landlord kind of a situation. I don't know. I don't either. So we all have homework. I'm going to check out John Bellion. 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 Sorry. See.
1: That's, it's like bullion you know, cubes.
2: Bellion. You kids and your pronunciations. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick's going to keep watching The Office. And add some Punky Brewster. And add some Punky Brewster. I'm going to go back and rewatch some Punky Brewster myself. And then. I'm in the
1: midst of rewatching Dharma and Greg. I can't. I oh, wow. Great show.
2: Good pull. Yeah, good pull.
1: Yes.
0: So much content. All
2: right. So we all have our homework. We all have our homework. Yep. And we all have other things to look forward to which is the other sort of half of our podcast is talking about oh, the right NFL and, and our Seahawks. Oh, and yeah, we'll, we are talking about that. Yeah. We're going to transition over to talking about some it. football a little bit. Oh, and no. I, oh, yes. Oh, yes. We're, each, each week, the three of us will pick something about the Hawks to kind of talk about, whether it's the last week's game, something we're looking forward to, overall impressions, people we – Want to talk about because we like the way they look without their shirts on.
0: John still um,
2: I'm not giving away too many things, but Alex might talk about that later. Um, oh, and man, my, my, my Hawks topic this week is Luke Wilson because Luke. Luke. I, just, I just loved the energy. I think when he came to the Hawks in, I think it was 2015, I think was the 2015 draft, maybe 14. Oh, no, it was. It was fourteen, I think, because I it think he was, was
0: the twenty thirteen. He was part of the twenty thirteen draft class. Oh,
2: yeah. Shit. So fourteen was he did that's right, because he did play in what that pick super, was he? The Super Bowl, was, we do
0: not mention. He, I think he was a fifth he, rounder, right? Fifth rounder, or second fifth round pick. And
1: yeah,
2: they're
0: encroaching on my topic, but we'll get there. <laughs> okay, we'll get there.
2: So so I just love the energy. He he was super fast when we first got him. The first couple of seasons, it was a perfect play to have him Kind of matched up with with the opposite tight end that was more maybe the blocking tight end because he's just he's a good receiving tight end. So I think bringing him back this year was perfect for what I liked because of the energy. I just I know Techno Thursday is not a thing that everyone likes, but
1: which is so dumb. Come on, really? Are we really enough feelings about Techno Thursday? It's
2: fine. It's cool. It's It's fine. It's it's fine. It is what it is. I loved it. I liked that it brought guys together that maybe you wouldn't normally see together on the field. I agree. That's the part that I liked. I mean, that twenty seventeen game against the Texans when they ridiculously came back at the end and Russ through
0: great game.
2: Russ threw that touchdown to Jimmy Graham, R.I.P. Jimmy Graham. Oh, oh,
1: I remember that game because Evan like literally ran around the house screaming. Yeah, and
2: then they all started like doing that little flute dance in the end zone. Oh, that was perfect. Loved it loved it. And so I'm stoked that Luke is back. And I saw a photo today where he took his bucket hat and cut a hole in the top so his man bun could fit through it. That's if a, you, that's a mood. If that's a mood, if you're going to pull off a man bun on an NFL practice field, you deserve to be on the roster. So welcome back, Luke.
0: I, I, I agree. I'm glad that he's yep. back. I'm yeah. surprised that he got, was back because well, not surprised. Like he's a great, great talent. But I remember yeah. when I think when he has had it says the off season where he went when he signed with the Lions that off season. yeah 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 two years he did an ago interview yeah interview on another podcast where he was really open about mm-hmm. the, uh, the yeah. incident in Glendale yep that I remember you a can lot talk people,
1: about it it's okay
0: that a lot of people speculated that because he was so open that you know that those ties were se- se- severed forever but I guess time heals all wounds short memories we're also
1: not in the office like we don't know what's going yeah, on. True. He also adds a great deal of, like, character and to the team. Like, he oh, yeah. he's,
0: he's great. a
1: stand-up dude. He is so talented. It's ridiculous. And that hair, though.
2: The flow. Yeah. It's amazing. And let's yes. be honest, we need more Canadians since John Ryan was released. So, we met that's... John
1: Ryan at a uh, Mariners yeah. game. He was so nice. Ginger Stand. Ninja.
2: Yep. I will save my John Ryan story for the future. I have a couple of good John Ryan stories as well.
1: Nice, Luke Wilson. But yeah. Good Luke night. Wilson is super, super talented. He had a
2: great catch this past week. He did. Yeah. I didn't see it, but it sounded amazing on the radio. Oh, yeah. baby. Yeah. It's all right. I survived.
1: <laughs> all right. So we can uh, right. talk about my, um, future lover slash husband. DK met calf. Wow. Thank you, mama. One, wow. he's a blessing to look at. When I saw the first picture, I was like, Oh my god, he's going Seahawks. And I was like, Evan, who is this? He? So he's like, Oh, it's DK Metcalf. He's gonna be a beast. And I was like, Oh, great, I am all for this. But he's actually like not just a pretty face, he's super freaking talented. He is,
2: so good. He is very good.
1: A little sad, he should have caught that in the end zone this past he Sunday. He should have. But he is a beast. He is a, a generational talent.
2: <laughs> I think he is. I think yeah.
1: So. I, and I I like that we're not overusing him as I was expecting the Hawks to because I would, Evan and I were kind of talking about how it seems like they use a lot of these big names or like these big guys that are super hyped and they tend to overuse them and don't properly adhere to their talents, es- essentially. Like, we don't need them to be in everything, on every play, whatever. We need to use them for what they are. Like, it's... It- and what they're good
2: not. and what they're good at, because yes. it was like that's like the Jimmy Graham flaw of his yes. like first entire year of we're gonna make you a blocking tight end yeah. when that is like the worst thing you can do. and right of, now, sorry, go ahead, Nick.
0: It's a thing of fitting that like round peg in a like a square hole. It's like yeah. just do what they do best, and you can see that with DK's like the route trees, at least from right. the first two weeks, they're just what he's good at, which is you're big, you're fast, run straight, and beat whatever corner is on you and that's been successful so far, you know?
1: And I think that's a big place of growth in the Seahawks too, is being able to use these players for their talents and not trying to smash them in a mold that they don't fit in because that's part of the reason I believe that we're, we've been struggling so much trying to make these guys cover these ideals that just don't fit them or their talents or, you know, their capabilities
2: yeah making making someone fit your system instead of making your system fit the strengths you have in front of you yes and and maybe we've seen a little bit of a shift with that with the the play calling and things that that happened on I sunday agree.
1: and so. that's just right into like my next topic is are we seeing a decent offense <laughs> like
2: ooh, perfect ooh.
1: granted i think we let too many sacks our o-line is i feel like just cursed we've always had issues As long as I've been a Hawks fan for the past five years, I don't think we've ever had a decent O line. But I feel like we're finally, yes, yes, I think we're finally seeing some growth when it comes to the offense. Like we're seeing a little bit of uh, difference, to put it in the most bland of terms.
0: Yeah, and and I agree with what Alex is saying. Like, I agree especially with her O line point. And I feel like at this, I will always say that the Seahawks weren't a dynasty. The, the Legion of Boom were not a dynasty because of Tom Cable. Because I don't know what power that man had over the organization. I'm not sure what information he had. He sh- was employed for much longer than needed.
1: Agreed.
0: Uh, he, he almost ruined Dwayne Brown. Like,
1: oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Because
0: like, he was that still there. The Seahawks season. traded for him. And he right. was yeah. struggling a lot. But I do think the offense is improving in some things, but still, you know, eh, on some other things. Like, they've adapted. And a I'll, yeah, and I'll,
1: and I'll play the Evan on this card. I also think a lot of it has to do with the coaching. Like, in all honesty, I think we are putting – the coaching staff has always put the Seahawks in a box, and we need to be a little – they need to be a little bit more dynamic in their choices. Like, we are making the same mistakes. We actually saw a passing in this game.
0: It was amazing. What?
1: We saw passing. Like, we we were at the game, and I was going, oh, my God. Like, granted, it wasn't fantastic, but it moved it along a little bit better than our few little goals that we would hit. You know, like, okay, check it off. Seahawks ran the ball again when we should have thrown our, you know, vice versa. Exactly.
2: Yeah, and it was passing. It was good passing early and first. Which yes. you know I, I saw some things where it was I think it was like out of the first sixteen plays it was twelve past four run, which is mm-hmm. almost but, always the opposite for, yes, for, for Carol yeah, so yeah and and you know, I know it's the whole thing of you can you win a game in the first quarter, second, third? no, you win a game in the fourth quarter. I think you can win games in the first quarter when you build
0: a lead, exactly. and then you then you have to maintain people. it. That, that, exactly. That's why you get all these stats and people still use them to this day of like, oh, when X player runs for this many right. times, the team right, wins. Right. Well, yeah, they win because they're able to run because they've scored a lot of points already. That gives exactly. them the ability to run. You, you pass Kelly, And what I'm loving about the Seahawks now too is we, we saw this argument rage in the first two weeks. Like the people who are calling for more passing, I don't feel like we're calling for more like, deep passing
1: no we're
0: just calling for a quick pass game which is you know exactly we don't we need to do. be
1: sitting there and we don't need Russ sitting there in the pocket waiting to be sacked like he has been so often in the past in the yep. past like we are just asking for a, a a more aggressive approach to offense we cannot rely on our defense we don't have the LOB anymore we don't like we just we don't have the same players the defense is completely different our offense has oh, yeah. changed we, we can't be relying on the same motives we've been relying on forever.
2: Yep. Like LB had
1: their time and whatnot, but we're in a different zone at this point.
2: Yeah. And that's where, you know, a good coach who wants to be there for as long as Pete has been here, he's the one that has to adjust to the players we have. And yes. maybe we're seeing that.
1: Hopefully, I think we'll we're seeing we'll it know. more in Pete. I don't know about the other coaches.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, no, on Thursday. Ken, yeah, the Ken Norton hire always when he got up, moved up to defensive coordinator. I was always like, eh. like he went to Oakland, and I saw the job he did in Oakland, and I was like, uh, uh. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I wasn't too. And when it comes to talking about the defense, like there, I feel like there are some some bright spots, you know, here and there. Like oh, for sure, I'm not like hating on the oh no, absolutely, but it's a it's a it's a group that's in transition, in my opinion.
1: Yes, I fully agree.
0: Like along the like Puna Ford, he's I think going to be a fine piece. Uh, you know, Jaron Reed, you know, suspension and things aside, you know, like I think he's a great player and one. Hopefully, Seattle locks up Bobby Wagner. Our linebackers are phenomenal. You know, I yes. And that's great. And they ended up doing pretty well. Like, I know we all probably made the joke on Twitter, like, oh, the Cardinals are going to come out with like four wide receivers and we're going to keep three linebackers on the field. But ended up working pretty well, really. Like, it was, I think we
1: have a decent defense. I think we're fine. I think we can protect ourselves for, I think we can, you know, have protect ourselves in a sense against. Decent to good teams. Now, when we get into really good to great to elite yep. teams, I think we're going to run into some massive issues.
0: And that's where uh, unlocking Russell Wilson and letting him be yep. what he does will kind of balance it out.
1: I agree. I agree. I and, and to get on the point, like we just talked about, DK Metcalf. I feel like Russell Wilson is really held back.
0: Oh, he is. I, and I, I, I think I it's ridiculous.
1: Like, I don't know. The dude's a beast. And he has—he's so talented. I mean, like, I don't yeah. know. It, I
0: think he went through like um, a good growing phase. Like, I understand. Like, when when he was first coming into the league, right? Like, yes. I agreed more with Pete's, Pete's philosophy of, you know, we have Lynch, right? You have the defense. It probably even at that time, it probably wasn't the smartest strategy. I don't think it ever was the smartest strategy to run first. But it no, worked. You, really. you never, have a rookie yeah. quarterback. You know, maximize everything else around him. And hopefully, in that time, he grows up. Well, he's grown up. Yeah. He's shown you what he can do yeah. when you're allowing him to. I feel like sometimes Pete still views Russ as a rookie for whatever reason, or yeah. like just wants to limit him. Like if he, and maybe that's just his philosophy and how he. And is. I
1: think, and I think it's just, it's the just the legend of the team, and I think it's it's hard for fans to let go of. It, it, it was hard when we saw Earl leave, when we saw, you for know. Sure. I know, he sh- so sad. I don't uh, wish it. And when we saw Sherman leave, when we saw, you uh, know...
0: Chancellor,
2: have to retire. Chancellor, Averill, and Mike Bennett left. And, and
1: Lockett, when Lockett got so severely injured, like we've seen Ooh. so many, that was really sad. When we saw oh. so many devastating losses to the team, it's hard as fans and probably as coaching staff to have to completely review and change how you've built and coached this team to play. I mean... We relied on defense. We played defense. That's it. Offense got us some points, but we played defense. And we were on the tip, like
2: all those incredible,
1: incredible moments. But we're at a point where we have a really young team that is developing into something that could be, I think, equal to or better than Legion of Boom.
2: And I think we... You know, whether the individual guys that play in the secondary are better, that's probably never going to happen again. But, right. the def- but the defense itself, I mean, that's Pete's specialty, right? That was what everybody talked about was he, he works really well with young kids, bring them in, get them to buy into his philosophy. And that's fine if that works for him on defense. He's just got to make sure to switch over and, and let the offense do what it needs to do because they're not going to hold people to – you know, those 14, 15, 16 point averages oh, no. per a season. No, that's no as we've
1: seen this year, we've got, I mean, in all the previous, I have noticed we are like NFL in general is scoring higher and higher points. Like we are, I don't know if it's for lack of talent on other teams versus other teams, if it's right now, a, like unfair matchups, but we are seeing more intensive scoring, I feel like.
2: Yeah, and a lot of that's probably refereeing
1: and stuff too. Yeah, agree. Okay,
2: yes, Can we? Yeah. It was (laughs) kind
1: of towards the end of this Hawks Cards game. We just were watching the referees play at this point. Like the some of the calls, I was like the Griffin call. I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" I was there. He didn't like. He's playing defense.
0: Yeah, a lot of those rules are now more for offense they want more scoring they want more right of of stuff so it's like which in my
1: opinion i think makes a boring game i want an equal partnership
0: yeah and like with all these new like offensive pass interference that are reviewable it's like
1: roughing the passer yeah it's intense some of those
0: roughing the passer calls these past weeks other games have been yeah
1: i am glad though that we've gotten a little bit stricter on roughing the passer when it comes in the nfl simply because i do think certain sacks were a vendetta Oh, yeah. Especially when it comes yeah. to the bungholes or the bang bangles. Like Oh,
0: sure. And we'll get to those. those we'll ones. get to them. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I guess my closing thoughts just on the Seahawks game itself and just the, the state of the Seahawks in the moment from what Alex's point. I think they're involving a bit on offense. I think the defense as a unit has been as solid as they, we could expect given Pete's Huge input in the secondary, given our great linebackers, and given, like, our our middling, you know, a lot of, we have a lot of rotational guys on the defensive line, which is, you know, great. We have some decent depth there. Clowney, Ansa, uh, Collier, Green, uh, Reed, hopefully in two weeks. Then we have Al Woods, you know, players like that. So we have some good no, – nothing, no big name to send out besides Clowney, which incredible pick six. That was just – that was oh, amazing. He,
1: so good.
0: So cool. Can just I just an, say
1: seeing that in person?
0: That must have been amazing.
1: Oh, literally, I don't think I've ever, like, the crowd went crazy around us.
0: Yeah, that's so awesome. it was like, and, and you know, you know, we can argue, you know, we're three and one and given our opponents, but, you know, you, you can only play who you're who's put in front of you. That's right. And that's
1: the thing. Like, everybody's like, well, we're three and one. And I'm like, you know what? Like.
0: We're three and one. We're three and one. We
1: also have playing the teams we've played yeah like, right it's and
0: just, you know some of them might have been a little bit clutched and liked but you know that's just how it happens sometimes agreed. but yep you know all we can really do go forward is you know try
1: i'm honestly just glad that we did not lose to the Steelers.
0: i am very glad
1: because um to let y'all know a little secret um our wi-fi password is fuck the Steelers." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go. it right has
1: then. been since evan and i lived together i uh, and my best friend down here in arizona her and her husband are Steelers fans so Ooh. Ooh. yeah she uh,
0: and I we just
1: don't talk about it i
0: just can't talk about football yeah just avoid the topic yeah. yep
2: just stay away all right so all right
0: so that, that was last week that was last week let's talk about before we
1: talk about this yeah. week talk about this week
0: Yeah, let's do it seahawks against the fuck the Rams. Oof, those tiny little. horned Rams. Yes. Yeah. Little tiny horned bitches. <laughs> nice. Okay. I will say the one good thing I can say about the Rams. And it's not even about the Rams. It's just, it's, you know how we talked about earlier, how Pete has that big focus on the defense. Yes. Right? And I would love it if they uh, copied something from the Rams would be McVeigh all over the offense. Yep. He leaves a defense to Wade Phillips. Yeah, And he, and that's what he did when he, when that, that was his plan originally when he hired Wade. He yeah. wanted somebody who could just take care of that defensive room. So yeah. Focus on the offense. I know he would never do this, but even if he just found somebody he could trust, like, you know what? I'm going to take care of the defense. You can do the offense. And maybe yep. that's Schoenheimer, but it's Schoenheimer. I don't know. Exactly. You
2: know. It's, yeah, boy. I, I would not like for it to be Schottenheimer, but, yeah. you know, I, last I, year. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Go, go back. <laughs> Well, I was just thinking, you know, last year, both Rams games, we scored in the 30s in one, and I think like 28 or 29 in the other one. So we can put points, you know, we can put points up against the Rams with as- But we also have a very
1: different team this year. We
2: do. We don't have, but- I think it gives us
1: an advantage, to be perfectly honest with you. I think
2: on offense, I think we're a little bit better than we were last year. We didn't have Doug Baldwin then either at that, at either of those Rams. Oh, you know what? You're
1: right. I didn't even think of that.
2: So it's Lockett, it's Metcalf, it's Moore. Oh yeah,
1: and, and
2: and Wilson
1: is for sure going to be targeting Metcalf on a majority of these offensive plays. Yeah. Like,
2: I mean, if they're giving up fifty-five to the Bucks, I think we got oh. to at least get in the thirties. <laughs> We've got to at least get in the thirties. Oh yeah, I the mean, Rams, their so. their
1: defense is it, their their secondary. It, it's 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 a huge weakness. Like they've got so many holes in it and i i think that will play to our strength of building our offensive plays, and especially with utilizing metcalf
2: and it's thursday night weird stuff happens on thursday night
1: oh yeah i'm expecting i'm not gonna lie i love those color rush jerseys i think they're so sick
0: i like them i'm a fan
1: i think they're so cool i wanted to buy one
0: this just in generational talents Pro-Action Green. Pro-Action Green. <laughs> Bring it. So
1: uh, start a GoFundMe for us to buy those jerseys because exactly. we don't want to pay for them.
0: <laughs> so let's just talk a little bit about the Rams themselves, right? So mm-hmm. uh, their defense, as we said, it's. I feel like it's Aaron Donald and then everybody else. Aaron Donald is like one yeah. of my favorite football players. Uh, just, uh, so totally jealous. Just yeah. it's, it's still insane looking back on like why he fell. Like, yeah, he was still a top first-round pick, but he still fell, and it was because he was short. It was like... Which is weird because if you think about it, like O line, D line, that's typically a a leverage battle, you know? And it's like, yeah. You want a very short, powerful guy like that, but it's like, I
2: don't know. I'm not a, I don't know. And it's the speed. I mean, it's just, I mean, he's legitimately the perfect package for a defensive tackle. He's huge. He's fast. He's ridiculously strong. And he's also kind of likable. Yeah. He's never, you know, that vibe of like, no. Yeah. He doesn't, even when he's, you know, yeah, he's, He fights, he plays tough, but he doesn't seem like, you know, a a jerk. Like
1: No, he doesn't seem like the massive douchebag that we see so often in the NFL. Like, Like, you
2: know, Clay Matthews, who's now a Ram as well. Oh, my God. We we have to deal with that on Thursday. He is easily one of the worst, worst players in the NFL. Yeah, no, no, no,
0: um, no, no. no. (laughs) He he was at, was he at USC when Pete was still there?
2: He was.
1: How
0: much do do you want to bet that he'll eventually end up somehow, if Pete's still here? I oh, feel, no! I feel like there was I feel like there were rumors last
2: summer about it about that, that wouldn't surprise me reunion, but I don't know
0: how real they were, so. yeah, I don't know, yeah, yeah, so I'm just looking at some Aaron Donald's stats he was okay. he was double team and triple team a lot last year. the dude ended up with twenty and a half sacks, yep from Shoot. he they played him everywhere and a twenty and a half sacks, and yeah, I, I mean, probably like fifteen of those were against the Seahawks,
1: wait did you say and a half
0: twenty and a half. <laughs>
2: Isn't that crazy? It's a how they half do that?
0: sack. <laughs> I don't know. You I, want it, Nick? Like,
1: I'm just gonna gently touch your toes.
0: <laughs> I think I think the way they determine that is like if two guys get there at the same right.
1: Time. I know. Yeah. But I just think that's so dumb. It's,
0: yeah, it's it's I'm weird. I'm just that. gonna it's half sack
1: dumb. you, so I'll just touch your upper bicep and. Yeah, your this ass.
0: guy, he's insane, and he he's only had <laughs> one sack this year, but yeah, he like triple teamed like almost on every snap, and he's still winning a he's lot. He's a
1: talented dude. Like end of story. He's a talented dude. He's,
0: he's my favorite. He's, and it's a like, yeah. Just phenomenal. Good thing Another. we have Justin Britt. So oh, Justin to Britt. take care of him. Yeah, better Justin Britt <laughs> than uh, um
2: no. There's yeah, no yeah. no. Carry on. Continue with what you were going to say.
0: <laughs> Another first round pick <laughs> from the Rams that used to be good, but now Ooh. it's probably not good. And that's pretty sad. Is Todd Gurley? I was just going
1: to bring that up. I was going to say
0: yeah. Oh. I mean, how hurt? How hurt is he? Probably.
1: He has well, a degenerative like knee yeah, condition like yeah. He,
2: arthritis. Yeah, I think I mean if he doesn't have this like mean way for sure. He's a
1: shell of his former self. He is not who he used to be. And and honestly, hey, that's really sad and I do feel yeah. bad for him, but sure. it comes to a point where it's like why are we still playing? why are you still playing him?
0: Right. I think he, it's one He's of those just not
1: like, to the point. He just is not as healthy as he should be to be successful on the field. End of story.
2: I think it's a pride thing. It's kind of yeah. like, you know, it's like Pete with uh, Rashad Penny. We picked you in the first, so we got to play you. Gurley, they gave all this money to. Yes. And yeah. ill-advised for sure, giving him as much as they gave him when they gave it to him. And it's a yeah. pride thing.
1: And he's still, oh. I mean,
2: he's still very good in there. But the thing with their – But their, he's
1: getting worse.
2: Well, their offensive line is getting worse. They so lost a I, lot of this past They off lost season. a couple of guys. Uh, Rob Havenstein is maybe as – Almost yeah. as old as I am, yeah. and Andrew Whitworth. You know those guys are golf is just-
1: regressing. Goff well, we'll get is-
2: to golf.
0: We'll get yeah.
1: I- I have a whole let's, section of notes about golf.
2: Yeah, let's get there. We're, we're
0: there. So the so last thing you. I'll say on Gurley is like, yeah, it, okay. it, it really like just from like a pure, just like a. He seemed like a great dude, like. He, he
1: was one of their best offensive players yeah, end like, of story
0: he was wasted with uh, like the first few years of jeff fisher and then he had like one or two good yep. years like vey and now like this knee thing it's like and like matt said it's like a prior thing like they drafted him high and they're gonna pay him because and i feel like that's a lot of these things with a lot of these high-end first round running backs like zeke yeah. and eventually saquon barkley like yeah the the, the the guys who picked them are gonna be like well we already invested so much into you and we don't want to just let you go because then, you know, it might give off some perception, but it's like, we're going yeah. to double down and pay you some more. And,
1: and I, I mean, I'm, really a, I'm not going to lie. We won't get into pay, like salary caps or pay yeah. when we get into this, because I could say all sorts of things. But the thing is, the dude is making you worse. And there's probably a younger kid that's cheaper. Cough, yeah. cough, like we did with fucking Tyler Lockett. That is going to be a beast.
0: Yeah. And it's like, cut your get-
1: losses. And also give him a fucking healthier start. Like this, this guy is—he's not going to get anybody. He's going to get worse. We already know the NFL doesn't care about injured players. Like, cut your losses with him. Just cut him.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know what they can do with him at, at this rate. Yeah, I—I don't like, think they can the do anything. Is- they're planning like to save him for like late in the season, but if that thing—I don't
1: know—maybe he can really be their easy. mascot. But
2: like, <laughs> oh, and so here's the thing: he's gonna Bo Jackson us on Thursday. He's gonna run for like 200
0: yards, Other. now because we're all cursing him.
1: I don't think so, honestly. Yeah, I don't He did not I don't look either. good, and he is no, not doing good. I
0: saw, i forgot who tweeted this, but it's, someone said like uh, Todd Gurley now moving like Leonard Fournette, and like mm. that's not a lot of good Ooh. thing. Obviously, Ooh, that's cool. another high-end first-round pick that. Running yeah. Back is gonna work out well, and and we've seen that there are other running backs that are do better. Like they, on their team, they have Malcolm Brown. They drafted right. a, a kid, uh, uh, Daryl Henderson. Like he hasn't been that much, but like if you probably give those running backs a shot, like they probably will do better, or at least. And that's the know. thing. Really
1: stop wasting your time with these guy old dudes who are injured. Not that he's old, but like stop wasting your time. Build up that young talent who will pay off for you in the end, and who's cheap right now. Like why would you not want to? Oh, waste a little bit of time on somebody who's cheaper than waste your time and absolutely blow out somebody's kneecaps or elbows or arms on a really expensive player. Like,
2: I mean, it's yeah, it's all very, very logical. But remember, he plays for the Rams. We don't want them to be successful. So well, if they want, it, if they want to, if they want to is- keep, <laughs> I know. As a human, we want him to be healthy and well. But I think as it's long more as he, of, yeah, yeah, as long as he's a Ram. Run him into the dirt, yeah. and we, we want to win.
1: I just offensive speaking offensive
2: anchors on
1: yeah. the Rams. Goff,
0: <laughs> the gooster, goof. the Cal Bear.
1: I would like to say I Goffle. think this was the dumbest payout any team has ever made wow. in the NFL. Ever, I a, know, I, a, and I stand by it.
2: All right, okay, that's yeah. fair.
1: Within the last like four years. <laughs>
0: uh, that's a good that's because a that's good just a long game statement game. on the nfl <laughs> but good i mean honestly
1: I, I i fully believe that
0: yeah, yeah it, no, it was i was still so $33 surprised million dollars
1: a year you guys i mean he got
0: ten million guaranteed
2: he got russ money and that's embarrassing because <laughs> he's nowhere near as good as russ no and dak prescott's gonna get more and that's fine because that's just how contracts work there's always more it's always newer but Jared Goff, I mean, here's the thing. It's great that they're gonna pay. They pay Donald, they pay Gurley, they're paying Goff. They're who who are they gonna pay next? I have no idea. But they aren't gonna have enough money to do anything with around them. And yeah. that's when we swoop back in with our new young team in twenty twenty.
0: Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and especially just to add on more of the Goff stuff. Like I I legit, like last year, like then that crazy year they had last year was that Chiefs Rams game. That was insane. Oh my, that my gosh, that Monday night game. Yeah, and then oh. the, the Rams Vikings game where like Mike Zimmer was like completely, like he had Anthony Barr covering Cooper Cup downfield and like a oh yeah sixty yard run like yeah I like seeing that stuff was like yeah and like Golf has some talent he made some really nice throws and things like that but I always just thought what the plan was for them was going to be just to let Golf walk get a compensatory pick maybe and just pluck in another quarterback maybe it will have some growing pain in there but. If McVeigh has this QB friendly system as he has, yeah, that would have been like the smarter option. I, I think
1: player. that would have been their wisest option, honestly, because Goff just hasn't, he's fine. Like, that's the thing. He's, he's fine. Average. And you don't want your QB to be fine. You want Not, your QB to yeah. be talented yeah. and able and capable. You don't want <laughs> a fine QB. You don't want, like, I you mean, QB. you want a fine QB, but you don't want a fine QB. <laughs>
2: You yeah, don't like, want a QB with more turnovers in one game than points in your Super Bowl. Oh, oh my God! There it is. And you that's, also, yeah, you don't
0: want that. You want a QB who knows how to audible and can identify a defense on his own and doesn't need his head coach in his headset to the very last moment. It's driver's ed. It's
2: like he legitimately needs the driver's ed teacher with the brake pedal on the other side because
0: it's like, he it's doesn't Sean McVay have a playing quarterback. That's exactly what? If what it is. This
1: young, unseasoned quarterback. I'd be like, all right, fine, but
2: <clears throat> he was we're not in
1: that. Yeah, yeah, I know, but not anymore. No. Yeah. No. Oh,
2: nope. okay. I'm with you. But yeah. but again, it's the Rams. We want yeah. them to do it's these the dumb so, yeah, stupid so things. So essentially, screw
1: you pointy head bitches. Y'all yep. are going to lose.
2: They're going to lose. Do we want to do any quick predictions of what we think the score might be Thursday night?
1: I always suck at these. Shows. Me too. Me too,
2: but let's throw it out there for fun. I know that unplanned, but let's let's hear it.
1: Mm. I'm Go, Alex. I'll do uh let's say I was going to say hmm okay now what about 33 17. Ooh, ooh. 31, like 17, 31,
2: 17,
1: 31, 17, okay. 31,
2: 17. I'm assuming
1: Hawks. Duh. She's like, yeah, no. Okay. R- right, r- duh. R- duh. R- I mean, <laughs> no, I think the Rams are going to win <laughs> I <can't>. actually.
2: <laughs> I mean, if this was last year, I would have said thirty-one, seventeen Rams. Yeah, I believe no, that. No, thirty-one, seventeen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to score in the thirties, but I don't, I, think our def- I don't think our defense is good enough to hold them to 17. Unfortunately. Uh, I see something semi similar to uh, Steelers, like okay. two, two, three, four points. So I mean, I'm going to go. I'm going to go 34, 30 Hawks. Okay.
0: Ooh. Okay. Man, Cooper comes back, so that'll be interesting.
2: Yeah, but Taylor yeah. Rapp is not, and so oh. we're going to their safety, their guy, their UW safety that they drafted yeah. when we did not. Um, so their secondary is a
0: little banged up. Yeah. All right, Nick, what's your score? Okay. So I was thinking about this all day. I was like, all right, so like the Rams look like a mess already. Uh, some look competent. And then I was thinking, okay, the Seahawks are the Seahawks. So they're either going to come out guns a blazing or it'll be a Thursday night game. So this <laughs> brought me back. To Perfect. Thursday night game. Oh, no. Two years back, <gasps> where it was action green. We oh, played no. the Rams. And oh. it was the game right after this game. This was, this was the first non Jeff Fisher game. It was to where John Ryan almost died. Yes. Where the oh, ramp I
1: forgot about head, that game. Where the oh. ramp was a, it was The
0: special, Their special teams coordinator, John Fossil Bones. Right. Call him. He's a great guy. Yeah. Um, that is a good nickname, though. He a great nickname. Um, yeah. And it was like the Seahawks won by a lot. Like, it would think I was like 20 to something. So but I'm it was late. Yeah. So that's what yeah. I'm expecting. So I'm expecting Classic. something around like 20 to 10 okay like it'll the, like the seahawks will be middling throughout it but the rams will just be filled with incompetence that the and the seahawks will eventually capitalize on the mistakes uh-huh. so it'll be a weirdly infuriating game throughout all right that was the all
2: game right. where uh, richard sherman destroyed goff on, yes. the, on the sidelines yes where and, and it was a perfectly legal hit too mm-hmm. it was fantastic it was a great also game the game where goff uh, missed a
0: wide open receiver oh that's right that's right by like 5 10 yards, just yeah. bricked it. And I think we also made the end zones like action green.
2: I think we did. And they just didn't show up on TV at all because it yeah. was all like.
1: It looked like a green screen or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it was I'm like. for
1: that, yes. <laughs> yeah,
0: fantastic. Okay. So as we were mentioning, our, our last sort of Seahawks talk that I want to mention is this idea of building a team and considering how lucky the Seahawks have been to still be somewhat successful throughout this transitionary period. From the Legion of Boom to a more uh, offense-oriented, middling defense. Which is, you know, which is great. We love it. But. (laughs) Middling defense. This has been at the expense of some really bad draft classes. And I know we all like to make jokes. But our good friend, uh, Zach Whitman of Three Sigma Athlete Nerd Number Stuff. He this past weekend <laughs> did a thread on past Seahawks draft classes. Oh my gosh. And who oh boy. That was painful to read. Let's just, <laughs> let's, just let's just let's just say we You're gonna hit some highlights. I'm gonna hit some highlights here. So we're gonna start off with twenty thirteen with the best two picks of this class, in my opinion. Second rounder Kristen Michael. Ooh. Who did C-
2: nothing Mike. wrong? C Mike. R.I.P. You did nothing wrong, but you kinda uh, did. And then C
1: Mike spin move? What?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, Riff. Griff is amazing. The Riff. actual C-Mike may have done yeah. a few wrong.
0: <laughs> and then fifth-round Canadian heartthrob Luke Wilson Oh, as our highlights of the 2013 draft class. It's getting hot in, getting hot in here. My, my oh, favorite of this wow. class, seventh-round defense defensive oh, – oh, never mind. This is the wrong player then. My bad. But some of the other lowlights of this class, uh, fourth-round <laughs> wide receiver Chris Harper – Oh, uh, and then uh, CFL star Chris Harper. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my,
1: my God. Deal.
0: And then, oh, Matt, so the 2013 class, guess what round, you two Alex, what round we took our first offensive lineman in? <laughs> it, wait, was that the year we, no, that's not when we got John
2: Moffitt, is it? No. That was like 11, I think. Yeah. Um, wait, is that
0: Christian uh, Sokoli or Mark Glowinski? No, my good friend. In this case, we took seventh-rounder Ryan Seymour out of Vanderbilt. We took a
2: seventh-round – well, okay, so 2013. But here's – we were still rocking, you know, Sweezy McQuiston, Giacomini. Uh, ah, yes.
0: Pro Bowl uh, offensive lineman. Brino oh, my God. We, we
2: still, But we still had Max Unger, and we still had – Okum. Uh, uh, I yeah. mean, our offensive line was actually pretty good until, like, 2014.
1: So okay. for a year.
2: No, I'm just kidding. No, I mean up until up – until, <laughs> I yeah. know,
1: I know, I know.
2: Yeah, no, but good point. Seventh round is, yeah, bad. Woo. Yeah, we but, took seventh round with Ryan and Michael Bowie. The Michael Bowie was not bad. He was not bad. Michael Bowie did nothing wrong. No, he did nothing <laughs> wrong. That, but in fairness, Tom Cable did sleep through the first six rounds. So he just woke up and took the first guy he saw had a – And was like,
1: oh, shit, deep. I have like 25 right. seconds left? Okay. Uh,
2: right. Yeah. Huh. Twenty fourteen. Some <laughs> oh, bigger no. some other highlights. But this is after the twenty this is the twenty fourteen draft.
0: Yes. So yes.
2: after we won Super Bowl forty eight.
0: Yes. Okay. So we right. can do no wrong. So here we go. What did we do? <laughs> of course we trade out of the first round. Right. Duh. This, was, think, this was a pick that went for Percy Carvin or something like that, or I'm not exactly sure. Second round pick, Paul Richardson. Not bad. Not bad. Oh, I forgot
1: about that.
0: Not bad. Couldn't say healthy, but pretty solid. He's doing all right in Washington. Second round Mm -hmm. pick, offensive tackle, Justin Britt.
1: Nope.
2: Oh, I forgot we converted him to center.
1: My God.
2: Of course. That's the mantra of of Tom Cable's tenure, is I'm going to pick you at one position and make you another one.
1: But he was not good at his original position. I don't know what that's I think right. he was better. He played. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And
0: uh, he
2: was the not other
0: good. big <laughs> think right, think, he was not good. I think the other two like somewhat good highlights are fourth rounder Cassius Cassius Marsh. He's pretty mm-hmm. good. I always thought he had
1: a cool name. Yeah, so cool nope.
0: <laughs> name. Yeah, and cool tattoos. Yeah. Yes. And the <laughs> other only one is Kevin uh no, Kevin Norwood. Another fourth oh. round wide receiver. Oh, <sighs> these fourth round wide receivers. Kevin and then, Norwood and then did just, a lot like, wrong. And then just Kevin Pierre-Lewis, Jimmy Stanton. KPL. Eric Scott, Eric Hinkins, yes. and a running back named Kiro Small. K- oh, Kiero Small.
1: That sounds like a name you'd see in like Totoro he- or <laughs>
2: – He was a tiny little guy, but he was – I was know, solid. I remember. He was like a little bowling
1: ball. Oh, so
0: cute. And now, so you know, 2014, all right. We got one or two, but again, not that. No, crazy. not good. Not 2015. Good. So after, after Glendale, we have Frank mm. Clark. Okay. You know, okay,
1: I liked Frank Clark. I thought good. he's a, he was a great player.
2: Good player, not maybe a great off the field presence, but yeah, no, nope. yeah.
0: It's up I, for I met him once.
1: He was nice.
0: Tyler Lockett in the third round. That's good. Oh, Frank love in this little
1: Runt. We love the little. Runt. We run. love
0: Tyler. Absolutely. We love I,
1: the little Runt.
0: He's
2: amazing. <laughs> the Runt. I'm not a fan that he's an OKC fan. That's No,
1: not cool with me. I do not
2: like his Thunder tweets, but it's okay. No. We all have our. But I'll read them. I'll adorbs. read them. He is, and, and he's this super player,
0: <laughs> near and dear to my heart because he went somewhere close to where I lived. Guard Terry Poole in the fourth round. Ooh, where's he from? He went to San Diego State, but before that, okay. he went to MPC, a JC near Monterey, so someone near where I live. All right, nice. cool. Yeah, he did not work out, but I remember we drafted him because he was versatile in a lot is of positions. He,
2: <laughs> is he the one whose name is spelled Terry, but they pronounce it Trey? I have no idea. Okay. Oh,
1: my God,
0: classic. I don't know. And then yeah. Mark Glowinski, who uh, revived his career with the Colts.
2: All uh, right, That's a Tom Cable fatality right there. If we had kept him, we our offensive line would be – Light years better.
0: And then uh, just a few other weird names here: uh, Ty Smith.
2: Oh, shout out! Yep. Uh oh, don't do it! Don't do it! <laughs> you know you want to do it.
0: I don't, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> people, people know who, who, yeah,
2: oh! who <laughs> do if, if you listen to today's Beast Pod, they did a fantastic ranking of people with that first name. Um, and he made the list. So oh, listen, wow. okay. listen to that. Yeah, shout and out these both.
0: defensive tackle to O line convert Christian. That's so. I'm not gonna try it. Christian Sokoley. Okay. Oh. So you know some some. All right. Okay, 2016. You know a little. You know a little more recent. So not the full picture developed yet. Jermaine Effety, Juron Reed, C.J. Procy, and hmm. Nick Vanette. Okay. Out talk of, about
1: how, I don't think process was like ever really healthy ever.
2: No, but I think he is now, and I'm loving it. God, I and hope I, he gets healthy. I,
1: right. I really hope so. My thing I is hope, like,
2: I hope he stays healthy because he. I think he's he's the versatile back that that they need to to play off of both Penny yeah. or or Carson. Yeah. So
1: yeah,
2: so let's do it. Is that all we had in 2016?
0: No, we had more, but that's like going on when okay. to get those four. four yeah, prepared. they say maybe that's hit that.
1: our big big ones.
0: Yep. And the other – I'm trying to see here. Uh, Reese Oliambo, <laughs> he was a thing for a little bit. I yeah. remember I had some hope for him. And then, you know, Quentin Jefferson, he's come alive in his second stint back with Seattle. Yep. Alex Collins, who had that great year.
1: Oh, <laughs> I forgot about him.
0: Baltimore, yeah. Joey Hunt. We still I have him, don't we? I think we still have him, yeah. Yeah. And then another running back in the seventh, Zach Brooks. And then wide receiver, Kenny Lawler. Oh,
2: Cal, Cal's great. Kenny Lawler.
0: I only like Kenny Lawler because he was pretty good in Madden. So. Yeah. He had <laughs> cool <laughs> hair, though, too. He did have cool hair. <sighs> 2017. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Our highlight Malik McDowell. No good.
2: No good. I mean, but that was, hope he, that was hope a rough one. That yeah, was a rough one. I hope he's all right.
1: I mean, to be honest, okay, we could talk about Malik McDowell for one second. What do we feel about this um, paying back situation?
0: I would like the team to not do that. I don't know. It's such a weird – it's such a mess situation. I feel, I I feel it's weird it's about so it. I so messed up. Yeah, I feel I weird about Like, it.
1: I think maybe uh, – I don't know. It was. Uh, it's just
2: – I mean, like, then like, I don't know. I just – I feel like this kid worked his whole life to get to the NFL.
1: I also think it, he's a kid.
2: And it didn't work, right? Mm-hmm. He's never going to play football again. How no. much money? How much money is this compared to the entire franchise? Exactly. It's, a, it's a drop I in the like bucket.
1: I feel like it's a witch hunt at this point.
2: Are you just trying to send a message? And if so, is that yeah. the right message you're
0: trying to send? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. He made a mistake. He's and he's gonna live with the consequences forever. Right. Forever. The, takes, the takes around it is like I get it. You're kind of a team, but it's like just nope. Look, take off the fan yeah. glasses for a minute. Just this is a person whose entire livelihood is human.
1: Yeah. yeah suddenly
0: yeah. changed. So. Recipes and yep. Leek McDowell, whatever it was. Um, and we can do – and I, I'm probably going to do a whole section on all the repercussions of that incident. Mm-hmm. But Then we That's had kinda... Ethan chick, I don't know. I'm not going to try. Uh, center. We'll <laughs> have him, right?
2: Yeah, he's pretty solid, actually. He's pretty – he's probably going to take over when they don't uh, or when they cap Casualty Brit after this year will be my guess.
0: Ooh. <laughs> and then Shale- uh, Shale- Shale-
2: Shaquille Griffin. Woo-woo. <laughs> 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 Ooh. Nice to see his
0: resurgence so He's far. He's great. He had a Yeah,
1: you know what? He had a great game.
0: Yep. And yep. I'm gonna, I'm kind of moving around here a little bit, but the three safeties we took, oh, Delano Hill, Michael Michael Tyson, and everyone's favorite, Cedric Thompson.
2: Yeah, I think I don't know. I think they panicked cuz they just knew, hey Frodo, cuz I think they just knew that Earl was leaving, and they didn't know what to do. So yeah. they overshot yeah. and just got a bunch of guys, and none of them are Earl because they never will be. Come back, Earl. We miss
0: you. Come back, Earl. And, and then, right. so those are. But actually,
1: if he came back, he'd be so not happy with us. He'd be. So I know. Better. Oh no. Know. It's, it's, it's,
0: that this, that relationship is broken for now. Probably it can get but, better though. Frodo. It can get better.
1: I think we should draft Frodo.
0: Draft Frodo. Frodo. <laughs> so just
1: anybody
0: that tries to get in his way Frodo safety for, the I initials are already safety. there and this next one uh, we all have questions of where he's gone Nas Jones oh man he's hurt and he's out for the year
2: but
1: man, oh, dis- yeah.
2: he disappeared in preseason and I just never could find out anything and then all of a sudden he's on injured reserve for the entire year
0: and then to close off a uh, sixth round offensive tackle Justin senior he was never a thing. Wait, but our, his our last team. name
2: was Senior, or is he the Senior, as in, like,
0: he's a dad? No, his last name is Senior. Oh, that's got to be confusing. And our seventh-round gems, basically. Or just me.
1: <laughs> I think that's just you. I was like,
0: what? <laughs> I think it's just me. Sorry. <laughs> and our seventh-round gems, okay, David Moore and Chris Carson. <laughs> See, solid. Oh, that's a, that's yeah. a fantastic seventh-round right there. That's as good as you can get it. David Moore. You know, up and down, but he's stuck around. He's shown them something. So hopefully he keeps, you know, doing well. And Chris Carson has been Chris Carson. That's Perfect. Yep. phenomenal. And he overcame last week's stumbles. I was really afraid he was going to get the Thomas Rawls treatment. Nope. Uh, he needed that. That was a big week for him. Yeah, it was, it was a big week for him. The faith, the trust,
1: and, the pixie dust.
2: Nice. You know. you.
0: So, yeah. So, I mean, then obviously we still have 2018 and 2019, but we still haven't really, you know, all those players, more or less, are still on the team. I yeah. mean, as, as from most from 2018, you know, the most controversial pick or one to even talk about was Rashad Penny in the first round. But you know, yep, yeah, everything yep. else has been. You, you know, mean the all- same
1: Rashad Penny that my husband owns a child size jersey of?
0: Oh, that Rashad Penny. And then the only other yeah, thing in this here is Jacob Martin, who we used to get Clowny. So thank oh, you, right. Jacob Martin. Right, right, right. Clowny
1: is so good. Oh, man,
0: he's so good. And you know, not much to really say about this up latest draft besides you know, Hall of Fame seventh rounder John Ursua. You know, oh my God. There's,
1: there's no,
0: we can, you know, we can, we can carry on. With that, you know,
2: give him a shot, Pete. Just come on. All right. So we will we'll have to keep track of all these uh, draft picks exactly, and and the ones that are still here, the ones that are active, the ones that are not active, and we hope to have them be active. Um, so so here's what we're going to do to kind of wrap up this episode is we're going to focus on like a game for next week, right? Other than yes. the Hawks and Rams,
0: other than the Hawks and Rams, and then
2: we'll maybe kind of report back on that game uh, in next week's episode. Is that kind yeah. of that's kind of the plan, right? Perfect. perfect. So. You wanna who wants to do their game first? Nick? I do not have, have you,
1: a game, right. to be perfectly honest with y'all.
2: Yeah. Mm. I think you're gonna you're gonna talk about the two games that we come up with if you yes. if you can make it work. Oh yeah. my
1: god, sorry. Frodo is deciding to dig holes in our like Frodo. Frodo, Frodo. what are you doing?
2: Frodo. <laughs> Camera yeah. Camera Hog. Okay. So Nick, what's your game of focus so. coming
0: up? I kinda wanna focus on actually uh, the the one game I wanna talk about. I wanna talk about two games, one from last week and one from this week. So I'll just quickly talk about so a quick comment about some last week stuff. Uh, Broncos and Jags. Hilarious. I am so happy that Vic Fangio's 0-4. <laughs> and, and my my dislike for Fangio comes and it's one of the most pettiest things ever, and it probably means nothing. But they the Broncos played in the Hall of Fame game, and it was And there was a snippet during the national anthem that showed Fangio, like, going to the bench and making sure all his players were standing for the anthem. And ever since then, I just dislike him. Yeah, that's a bad look. That's, like, 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 yeah. And, like, you know, like, the commentary around it was, like, overall positive. It's like, okay, but that's okay. But then a situation like Kaepernick
1: or the situation when the seahawks literally joined arms what was it three years ago
0: yeah i think so it was our
1: opening day against the dolphins yeah 2016 yep yeah yeah because evan and i were at the game and i yep anyways we watched that happen and i was like oh this is amazing and then all the tweets came out and they were like oh they're so disrespectful and i'm like they're
2: no. I'm just I'm not a okay. it's not
1: disrespectful yeah. to like force your patriotism on somebody else. Like it's just yeah. it's ridiculous. Or
2: so, to be in the beer line when the national anthem
0: is playing, but you need yeah. the players to stand up.
1: You know,
2: My, you
0: can't be yeah
1: critical.
0: Yeah. My take on an anthem, I feel like given what this country the message it's trying to send out that it's free and people are choose like we sh- whenever the anthem plays, people should just do what like whatever they're doing. Like we don't I don't feel like there should be this holier than thou reverence for the anthem. That's what I agree. Weird.
1: And that's the thing. I don't there and it's nothing from a, a place of disrespect to the people that have oh, served absolutely not in any branch of the military. My grandfather nope. sir my granddad yep. served in in the Air Force. Like I I am so proud and happy that those women and men served For us, because I don't have the guts to do that. Are you kidding me? I cry like twice a day. Like, I would know you cry twice a day. I'm so glad I'm not alone. (laughs) But like, but like the thing is, it's a matter of I in fact I saw this on Twitter the other day. We live in America to have the freedom to choose whether we want to put our hands on. I refuse to. I put I I in pure honesty cross my arms. And I think something that Anthony May on Twitter said very well is forced patriotism is not true patriotism, Mm -hmm. Yep, especially in the turmoil we're in today. And I think it's actually very kind and, and thoughtful and provoking of these players to make note of situations that they're probably not in. I mean, a lot of these players make more money than I'll ever make in my entire lifetime. And the fact that they are advocating for, Men and women of color,
2: yep.
0: Oh yeah,
1: and and people in poverty that are suffering. I think that's awesome. Yep.
0: yep. So that's yeah. That's I don't the think only point. We should be point. forced to
1: do anything. Sorry, nope. soapbox no. moment.
0: No, perfect, perfect. And that's all. That's all I really wanted to mention from the whole Denver situation. So it's it's funny that's funny. fair.
1: No, and I'm glad you mentioned okay. that. Great and point. And
0: Chicago, Minnesota. Just quickly mention it. That defense is going to get wasted with Trubisky, mm-hmm. and. Mike Zimmer, uh, I don't know, like that, that's awesome. That's going to be wasted by Kirk Cousins. He's not good. And Adam Thielen let him hear it this week, which is great. And Adam Thielen has, like, blown up on Kirk Cousins a few times. So that's always, that's always great. <sighs> it's nice to have other teams' receivers talking about their quarterbacks instead of our team right. doing that. So, yeah, so just some small comments I wanted to make some past week's game. But for this week, the yes. one game we're all, we, Matt and I are both interested in are Browns versus Niners. Yep, that's the one.
1: That'll be interesting.
0: Yep.
2: I just Yeah, I mean, I think what I'm looking for is just are the Niners, are they for real? They've played some pretty bad teams, but so have the Hawks. So it's not really yeah. fair to say that the Niners aren't for real if we also don't say the Hawks aren't for real. So I want to see them against a maybe marginally decent team. And is the Cleveland offense going to be able to do what they did to the Ravens? Yeah. Uh, are they going to be able to do that to the Niners? So we'll talk about. That I mean, one. can we
1: also talk about how yeah. everybody thought the Browns were just going to be like a standout, amazing team this year? I kept seeing uh, it on Twitter, like the Browns are going to dominate. Browns, sleepers, I'm like, yeah. nice Super Bowl guys. pick.
0: Like a yeah, was, Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. That was too much. Just that because we much. have
1: they have good players does not mean that they're going to be a standout team this year. Far from it. No.
0: I I always came at them with like cautious optimism, like. Even before they got Odell, I was like, "Okay, Freddie Kitchens showed his stuff; he knows what he's doing." Yeah, on, on the back end of that season, uh, then they got Odell, then the whole thing exploded. Yeah. you know, and I was ex- I was excited too. You know, like Baker to Odell is going to be yeah. a great connection, and I and you also and,
1: don't go from shit to a hit like oh, that's just no. not how it, it works. It, it, and I think everybody, thank you. I I just think <laughs> that's what everybody was expecting.
2: Yeah, and I think they were just kind of the they were the sexy pick. Because it's like, ooh, they're so bad, and now they could be really yeah. good. And every, all the pundits wanted to be, like, separating themselves and saying, yep. I'm going to pick the Browns.
0: And yeah. probably not. They, I, I think they, they're still going to be good. Why, yeah. I feel oh, like they could yeah. get a wild card. I think I, they'll
1: be fine. I, they'll
0: be I, fine. I, don't know, I don't know what Freddie Kitchen was doing these first few weeks. Like, it was such a – like, the offense was so not what he was doing last year. Like, there was no creativity behind it. And he was so adamant. Like, after the Rams game. They came out and said that he was going to stick with play calling and not give it to Todd Munkin, who was like a vertical offensive guru that I thought he was going to have more say in offense. So when Kitchens came out and said, I'm going to stick with it, I was like, oh, no. And they were going to go and play the Ravens. But he's brought some of that offensive mojo back against the Ravens. I
2: mean, they scored 45 on the Ravens, and that's, you know, probably 15 to 20 more than we're going to score against the Ravens. So. Oh, my God. oh, we play the Ravens. Can man. we
1: just talk about how All sad that right. will be? Like,
2: It's going to be
0: oh. super sad. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm uh,
1: for sure not
2: going to go into that game.
0: Yeah. One, one quick comment on the Ravens. Right. Earl, Earl, Earl Thomas this past week. Yeah. When he pulled up on that 88-yard Nick Chubb run. Yep. I respect it. Business I wonder decision. if Earl
1: Thomas is also going to, like, flip off Pete when we play
2: them. <laughs> I kind of hope not. But, I, but on the one hand, do it. <sighs> just maybe cause a little bit of a distraction.
1: Yeah. I don't
2: know. I I will always love Earl. Doesn't matter. Flip everyone
1: Mm. off. Oh, same. It was always Evan's favorite. Like he uh, I mean, really, he was a beast. Like dude was talented, is talented. Yep. And and it seems like there's always been a little bit of uh for lack of a better word, high school girl drama. Like it seems like that's what it
2: Oh yeah. A little bit. A little bit of the and probably to get to that level of being an athlete, you have to be a little bit of a diva. And and I'm
1: not and I'm not gonna lie, I think Part of it is the celebrity status of Russell Wilson.
2: Oh, yeah. I think there's that those Article. articles about the, the the locker room feelings and things like that yeah. probably have some yeah. truth. Yep.
1: I, right. I would not doubt it at all.
2: No, I would not either. So we have homework. We all have our homework for our Take Me to School segment. We have yeah. games we're going to watch. We're all going to watch The Hawks on Thursday. Yes,
0: we are.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And we'll be back with episode two. Next, next, Wednesday. next, next Wednesday will get released.
0: Yes, hopefully we'll with, be discussing another Seahawks victory. I hope so.
1: If not, I don't. I think my house will just be dead silent. I'm not like. It's okay. It'll be fine. It'll be quiet. Yeah, that's true. There
0: you go. There you go. <laughs> <All right>. Well, <laughs> thank you everybody for joining us for our inaugural episode of Generational Talents. Yes, we thank hope you, you. Enjoyed the takes, the Punky Brewsters. the music recommendations we will be back next week as matt said so yeah
1: peace out girl scouts there it is
0: girl scouts
2: (laughs) goodbye
1: bye